0: Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 121. One. Joining me this evening, Ian. I and back. Good evening, everybody. And of course, even we we need to watch our behavior and not be too lewd, because Terry is with us this evening.
1: Hey everybody, be sure to lube your nipples before you chew the wheel.
0: And of course, the dumbass himself. Lubely terrifying women for science! <laughs> <laughs> Uh well, so tonight we'll be talking about how to um harass and victimize women. I can't wait to get to that. How about the rest of you?
2: Well, my I'm wife's sorry. right here come here I gotta harass and victimize you <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, you know i'm I'm pretty good already, but I'm sure I could use a few pointers <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Father Bob, I think you've had enough.
1: <laughs> hey, when did this turn into a Catholic podcast? <laughs> yeah,
0: <up. laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> How is everybody doing? Great. Yeah.
1: Bit worn out.
0: Bit worn out. I've been traveling way too much here lately. <sighs> All right. Well, if uh, if we have nothing else, it's time to masturbate with the masturbation moment.
4: The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves.
1: Ooh, I think I'm up first. Yeah, I think so. You guys ready? Yeah, sexual
0: (laughs) fantasies. Tell me about my sexual fantasies.
1: Uh, these aren't, this is a study. It's a meta, it's a study.
0: So
2: I'll tell you about other people's sexual fantasies. We'd be
1: traumatizing our
2: audience (laughs) if we discussed your sexual fantasies. We're not going there. That's probably a
1: good point. Good point. (laughs) So there's a new study, uh, out of Canada that's helping to shed light on which sexual fantasies are prevalent and which are unusual or rare. Uh, the research team conducted an, an internet survey with 799 women and 717 men, where the mean age of the subject was 30 years. Of the sample, 85.1% said they were heterosexual, 3.6% said they were definitely homosexual, and the rest were in between. The survey involved 55 statements that probed the nature and intensity of the subject's sexual fantasies. The subjects rated each statement on a scale of 1 to 7, with 7 meaning they had experienced a very intense fantasy about what was described in the statement, and 1 meaning that they had not felt any intensity for that fantasy. The team found that men had more fantasies and described their favorite fantasy more vividly than women did. Also, men expressed a stronger desire to make their fantasies a reality. And at the bottom of the article that I linked is this handy-dandy little table that talks about the results.
0: Yeah. So Let me tell you what I don't like about the language in this right from the beginning. And and that's that, that they use the word normal. So it's this idea that there are exactly, normal, yeah. normal and not—I I would be okay with common and uncommon fantasies, but to say that any fantasy to 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 because you're already stigmatizing certain fantasies as being not normal—and that I have a problem with.
3: Yeah. Well, also, this is a this is a pretty damn narrow list we've got here.
1: It's all pretty vanilla. Yeah. I thought like there's a few towards the bottom that I was like whoa, but yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm kind of in agreement in that. I'm not sure if I've said it on the podcast before, but I've definitely said it before that I, I try not to blame people for feeling their feelings. And so, you know, if you have certain sexual fantasies, you know, you might feel guilty about having those fantasies, even if you wouldn't want to live them out in real life. And it's like you shouldn't feel guilty about, you know, having those kinds of sexual fantasies.
1: Yeah. So oh, there's a ahead, huge Sarah. difference between fantasizing and acting on too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found a couple of things surprising. Um, I found that I was surprised by the number of men who fantasize about either masturbating an acquaintance or being masturbated by an acquaintance. That was; those were both like above fifty percent. Well, well it that th- th-
2: doesn't have to be sex one way or the other. It could. It didn't say it had to be male or female, so oh, I that's can understand true. that. I, t-
0: I tell you what, though, I, what I like to do is lay on my arm until it goes numb, and then masturbate. I call, I call <laughs> like it the, the stranger. stranger.
1: <laughs> I was like using your left hand. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a really fascinating discussion not long ago on, I listened to the Savage Love podcast with Dan Savage. Um, and he was talking about how common it is for women to, fan, to have rape fantasies, which I'm surprised by. But um, yeah, a lot, tremendous number of women feel guilt about that, guilt and shame about that. But again, it doesn't mean they want to be raped. It means that they're... Fantasizing about a lack of control, but, let you know letting go
0: right, but once again, there are safe ways to do those fantasies, right yeah. or, sure. I mean, well,
3: how many of the how many of the romance novels that are out there have non consent type scenes in them oh yeah, and that's, that's a hell of a lot
2: well we, we, we talked about all the um dinosaur porn so
4: stuff do you, you, have ago. you read a lot of the romance novels with those types of scenes in them then <laughs>
3: I've read a few romance novels. I read pretty voraciously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we did do the stuff on the dinosaur porn a little while ago, and all of that is forced
4: sex.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, and of course, there's um, nothing
4: wrong with having those kinds of fantasies.
0: No. I'm wondering
1: not. if, in my the thing that I harp on again and again about the way society um, makes women feel guilt and shame about their own sexuality, if the loss of control and the non-consent. Remove some of the shame they would feel if they had engaged in something that they wanted to engage in. If it's forced upon them, they kind of wanted it, but it was forced upon them. Maybe that's okay in a way that seeking that out would not be. See, but
4: yeah. The thing well, you know, is, um, also, and think- what you mentioned there about like a lot of people, especially women, would be very shy to like reveal the full extent of their fantasies in a survey, even an online survey. I'm, I'm not sure. I think you have to take these numbers with a grain of salt. Well, the way I, they
1: said that men described it more vividly, I totally agree. I don't. I think that women probably felt constrained.
3: Well, and also there's there's the sense there that anything that's not on the list that somebody fantasizes about is already pretty much stigmatized.
1: It's not normal because it's not on this list of normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> is this
0: but is this a list of normal? Is that what they're saying? And that no, no. no, this is a list of. Apparently, this is a list of everything they could think of, and there's a lot of things that are not on there. Well, I mean, what, there's, well, there's 20 or 30 things on this list?
1: 50, Fifty-five, is that Is it that 55?
0: Right? Yeah. It, it, it seems pretty, I mean, some of these are, I mean, they're not that, I mean, having sex. Yeah, <laughs> but I, sex I think bottom line, using the word normal on this,
3: I, I, I agree with your point that using the word normal on this is very, very stigmatizing and very divisive. That's what I, I, think, think.
1: Yeah. I think the goal, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I think the goal, I agree with you about that, but I think the goal was uh, to make people aware that, you know, like I might think that the thing that I fantasize about or whatever is bananas and then I look at this survey and I'm like, oh, 92% of other women or whatever it is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um,
0: yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, things I fantasize aren't even on the list. <laughs> well, that's what women saying. do it's fantasize pretty... about bananas since you bring it up?
1: It was a pretty mainstream list, I thought, which is cool. But, yeah, yeah. I just, I agree with you about the word normal. I think I well, think that is problematic.
4: Let's also remember yeah, that. And I, I mean, even if you even if you have a fantasy that, you know, you don't need to feel like the things you fantasize about are something that almost everybody fantasizes about. I mean, I, I think so- a lot of people have little kinks that um, that uh, other people might not even think, wow, that that's an actual thing. and okay. You know that's that's okay not to to have to be interested in something that uh, that's not a standard.
3: I'm looking through the is list, example. is it is it possible that that finding out that your sexual fantasy is a little bit more mainstream than you thought might actually kind of water it down for you a little bit?
1: Sure, it's not as dirty
2: then, right? Maybe well, yeah. one of the ones yeah. that surprised me the most here is I have fantasized about having sex with a star, a well-known person, and it's only fifty-one percent Point seven percent for women 6 no 51.7 for men 61.9 for women Here, that
0: surprises a, here's me here's another one that i think is bullshit uh it has fantasized about spanking or whipping to obtain sexual pleasure and 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 the, it says that only 23% of women and 43% of men come on spanking is is all about sexual pleasure and it's <laughs> and it's appalling that that we do this to our kids as a punishment <laughs>
2: Yeah, see, some of these are ones that I, I don't know. how Fantasize, I'm, I'm curious about, and might be willing to try them. See, that that's the other thing. Just saying fantasize straight out, it's like, well, have I really fantasized? No, I've wondered what it's like, but that doesn't necessarily mean I fantasized about it, right. or this... that
1: you're going to act on it. These these yeah. non-consent things, I have a real problem with. I think I understand that people feel what they feel, and I understand there's a big difference about thinking about it and. But Acting I, on that, but would, the two at the bottom, the animal and the kids, I am so not down with I that. I would
0: point out, Terry, though, that if if this is something that they really did want to follow through on, there are safe ways to do it there are ways that they can negotiate this with another person to fulfill those types of fantasies too so i i don't i don't i'm really not concerned about that kind of stuff because i mean you see these kinds of things especially with bdsm like they 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 will go through um contracts right before before they decide what you know what 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 they're going to do and what they can't and they and the, they they set up boundaries before any of and stuff consent, happens. yeah, they but see, it is consent, right? Consent. But Brian, it's acted out in such a way that it that it looks non consensual, perhaps. Brian,
3: your safe word is fracking, isn't it?
0: Yeah, my safe word yeah. is fracking. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: <clears throat> yeah, but I don't, you know, somebody fantasizes about raping somebody or doing anything else like that. I mean, I'm okay with uh, as long as long as they can um, keep it as just a fantasy, and I think most people can. We all have fantasies. I think that we don't act out on. We all, you know, we all find women certain women attract. We look at an attractive woman and, and we fantasize about her, but we're not about to approach her or try to act out those fantasies in real life. People have self control. Most people are able to keep their fantasies as fantasies, and it's only when the when it gets beyond that, when people try to act out
0: uh, really inappropriate fantasies, that there's a problem. Right. But what is it a really inappropriate fantasy though? That I mean, that's that's where you you. How could, well, how uh, it would,
4: like it would be appropriate inappropriate if you did it in, in, in real life, like rape. Sure. But but, but
2: couples can act that out within a safe There you go.
3: Exactly. You know, that's yeah, why we yes, have role they play. Can, but, exactly. Th- but dumbass is talking actual
0: rape. No, yeah, I agree. Talking actual rape. Yeah, I agree but with it, that. But
2: if you have the fantasy and you have a partner that's willing to, it's something you can act out. Same with like the underage stuff. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I will admit there is something about the schoolgirl outfit that is kinky. And um, if my wife decided to dress up as a schoolgirl, that would be acting out a rather debatable
1: – Your uh, adult fantasy. wife, though. Your adult consenting yeah. adult but wife. But yeah. if
2: she's dressed as a schoolgirl, so the idea yeah, is cool. she's acting as if she were underage.
4: That's what role
1: play you know, is I do, I I don't
4: I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. – uh, I mean like um, uh, fantasizing that you're back in uh, high school or whatever. I, do, I don't think that there's uh, right. anything wrong with that. I mean – um, I found uh, high school girls attractive when I was a high school boy. I haven't changed my mind about that. I just uh, have no interest in pursuing them as dates now.
0: So, right. but what would be inappropriate is if I find out a woman has a rape fantasy and I go and rape her. That would right. be inappropriate, right?
1: Right. But it's not oh, yeah. appropriate for her to have that, like have actually that fantasy. rape her. Yeah, not exactly. Like, right. Pretend to, pretend yeah, not pretend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Um, one other thing that came up on the Savage Love podcast was so this woman who had these rape fantasies was watching rape porn, and the ethics, the questionable ethics of that. You know, like where's the line of demarcation?
0: Well, once again, rape porn was probably consensual. It was probably already, you know, it was, I mean, it wasn't a real rape, right? It isn't.
1: Well, but what she, I can't remember specifically what she was watching, but it sounded like what she was particularly interested, the particular, you know, granular thing that she was interested in was maybe not actually consent. Oh, I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know so I, it's you know hard to parse it's, that. it's
4: possible that some videos out there I know like when you look up videos and you find stuff like that's supposed to be like hidden videos or whatever i I'm pretty sure most of them are just acted, sure, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and, but, but it's one of those things that you never actually know for sure. And it, it does make you feel a little creepy. I mean, yeah, if, if, if it's an acted performance and it's making you seem <laughs> like you're looking at somebody through, through a window as they're masturbating or something, you know, sure. I'm, I'm okay with that, with that as a fantasy. But if, if it's actually happening like that, that is definitely a violation.
0: How about this one? Uh, have you ever fantasized about having, uh, what somebody ejaculate on you? Nope. <laughs> no, nope? that's an okay, easy okay. one. Nope. Okay, no. Okay. Nope. Uh, okay. Uh, have you fantasized? Well, female ejaculation, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Didn't yeah. We, is
1: that a thing though? Do we?
2: We haven't. We have Supposedly. Yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I see the videos. Female squirt. <laughs> um. Here, like, I... there, like, there's something. Like, uh, have fantasies about sexually abusing a person who is drunk, asleep, or unconscious.
1: So this would be rape again, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, there's some things on here that that I think, you know, I'm I'm glad that they asked the questions for sure. sure.
2: I've done stuff to my wife when she was asleep. Normally she wakes up and responds. But, (laughs) I mean, that's a hard one. I mean –
4: yeah, as as long as you know that the person, uh, the the person's open to being touched while they're asleep, I guess.
1: Sure. And what they're they classify this as sexually abusing? You're not sexually abusing your wife; you're touching her, mm. right? You're not like.
2: Well, then that's what does what do they actually mean by that? I mean, if if um some there are, there's a level where if I'm fondling my wife while she's asleep, some people could consider that sexually abusing her. Sure. So you know. That's well, one thing with some of these is what is the actual defining of that
0: term. Here, here's the defining of that term: is if she said, "Don't do this to me." Well, or if she, ne- or if she didn't give her permission to right, do that kind exactly. of thing to, it's, to it's, Yeah, yeah, right. That's, yeah. So once again, we always come back to consent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, consent is very important. Yeah, so albeit I think that a lot of these questions are pretty mild, and and I and and I I, I did want to point out that. We don't know that the researchers used ever use the word "normal," just the people reporting it did this is true. true, yeah, yeah right, so so this may be an error on the reporter's part and not on the people doing the actual, and I'll bet it's not. I would suspect that they probably are cognizant of that, I hope sure. so,
1: yeah, I would think, yeah, it's interesting to think about stuff on a bell curve though, you know, like where particular things fall on the spectrum um, I was surprised by how many women seem to be uh Interested in having sex in a particular location.
3: Yeah, I was
0: too. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: I tried out I tried sex outside with somebody at one point.
0: How'd that what go? they
3: don't tell you about sex outside is that it often involves mosquitoes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Well you have to
1: choose wisely. Hmm. Right. Anybody yeah. here
4: know the Jonathan Colton song, First of May?
3: I know a lot of Jonathan Colton songs. I don't know that one.
4: It's relevant to this if you want to listen to it sometime. Okay. Cool. I think my just putting that out favorite, there. We probably don't want to play it on this podcast because it's filthy. <laughs> I think my favorite one, by wait him, though,
3: is my, is
4: Millionaire
0: Girlfriend. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's too filthy for this podcast. Um, when did we get
1: be, standards? It's got to be good. <laughs>
0: oh wow.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, um, I suppose you'd ha- you'd have to put uh, the. Uh, um, because because it uses dirty language so you like swear words so you wouldn't uh, you'd have we, to
3: we put up a, a disclaimer for each we, podcast yeah we always you put, know, we, we, don't, <laughs> we don't we don't fucking tolerate that shit
4: yeah.
1: don't i say fuck about 200 times every time we do this
5: damn it would you guys yeah, stop it, it just fucking slides off. saying I, that i didn't
3: even notice but yeah if you,
4: yeah okay <laughs> it uses the word it uses the word fucking so okay uh, <laughs> that, that that's what i meant if you want to play that on this podcast go right ahead <laughs> excellent Fuck the fucking I think, fuckers. I, I think you can still download it for free in his thing-a-week uh archives. Oh, okay, cool. And I
0: said, ooh, child, I bring a blanket and a promise I will All right. Well, it's going to be hard to shock us with it, with a study, you know, based on sexual stuff. Right. In yeah.
1: relatively small numbers, you know, and of whatever it was, 1400 or something. Um, internet survey like it's there's going to be like a response bias and all kinds of stuff. But it's just interesting to look at, I think.
0: Well, and one yeah. of the things on here is have you ever fantasized about masturbating in public? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and we happen to have our next story, with it's about just that topic. <laughs> That's yeah, right. and I
3: think we've about I think we've about uh, beaten this article flaccid. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs>
0: I just did the transition. Did you not catch it? <laughs> I he know, wanted to I had add to his own transition. Let it.
4: let people. Anybody else have any transition? Exactly yes, okay, right. You better <laughs> add
0: in right now. Okay.
1: Brian did the segue.
0: That's right. Speaking of shitting on my car. <laughs> Uh, that that's on here too well not my car so necessarily all right right, so uh, masturbating in public
4: do you want to go up uh, at this bride yeah absolutely Uh, so so you want to start this or you want me to oh i was gonna let you do it you want i mean yeah okay you were just uh you started talking so i was just wondering i apologize for that okay yeah no no problem so there's a, a woman in florida and the, the article, like, mentions her name, like, in bold letters here, which <laughs> I, I think is kind of a little bit, uh, you know, it should have said Florida woman rather than her name, which I guess it's in the article, so I'll say it. It's uh, Karen Dilworth, uh, suspected of masturbating in public on motorcycle.
1: She's being uh, fingered. <laughs> <laughs> was appreciating the language,
4: Yeah. Florida woman is being fingered for lewd and lascivious behavior <laughs> after allegedly masturbating on a motorcycle in her garage while the door was open.
0: Nice. Was uh, it her motorcycle?
4: Yeah, on her. Uh, doesn't said uh, masturbating on her motorcycle doesn't say whether she was whether she was using the motorcycle to like rev and masturbate that way or whether she was touching herself or what.
0: Here's well, it also doesn't it
3: say whether it was her motorcycle or not.
0: But here's here's the sad part is that the only thing that I'm interested in the in knowing is was the motorcycle running at the time? Me too. That's I what I want to know. Yeah.
4: It should have said.
1: <laughs> it, j- it just
4: said engaging in a uh, sexual act of self-gratification. Oh. Did oh, anybody there, the link see link to another anything? article on that here too. Maybe that will say more. But um, – Apparently, the garage door was open, and several neighbors said they witnessed the alleged display, including a 13-year-old boy.
0: Which makes me think it was running.
4: <laughs> she was wearing a dress but was naked from the waist down, which I guess me, they just want to say she was wearing a dress but no panties. I presume. Um, Leaning backwards, and her legs were spread apart.
0: She must have very good balance. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, he was, she was yelled at to shut the door and, uh, fu- uh, finally did. And, um, when the police questioned her, she denied it and said she was just smoking and drinking in her garage.
0: So. <laughs> okay. So the question is, is if my neighbor is sitting on a running motorcycle in her garage masturbating, do I care? The answer I just,
4: is, I, I just take a look at it. good for you. That's right.
0: Right on. Right okay, on. Sure. I'm sorry. I, wow. This is a non-story almost, isn't it? I mean,
1: I guess if kids can see nudity or sexual—no,
0: oh God, yeah, I, that, I, it'll, yeah, that that'll just destroy them for life, right? <laughs> yeah, I have never censored that stuff with my kids. I, 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 just think it's so what.
4: Yeah, it's it's not a huge deal. I mean. Um, If it's something you see and uh, something maybe you tell your friends, hey, I saw this woman doing this and it's like you move on with it. It's it's not something that will like turn you into a perverted sex offender later in life.
1: Pictures are get the fuck out, right? Yeah. Exactly, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you have any video evidence? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, it, I mean, they, so they let her out on it's a thousand dollars bail. I mean, what what do they get? I mean, what do they get? I mean, technically, is it a thousand dollars
3: bail? Don't you pay like ten bucks to get a thousand dollars bail? I don't know to a
0: bail bondsman. Yeah, I
1: have
0: no idea. I have no idea what the what what the going rate on that is. But my thing is, is that is it really in public? I mean, she's in her garage. Technically, that's her property. Yeah, the door was open. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And could anybody really see anything? I, I got to imagine that. That the handlebars were in the way.
1: Well, and if the well, garage was is sitting, set back from the street. she
3: was sitting backwards on the bike, so there wasn't the handlebars in oh, the she way. she was
1: revving the the seat. She might not have been revving it then, right, if she was sitting backwards.
0: Maybe she didn't need to. Maybe she just has a good enough idle.
1: Ooh, maybe <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I guess I, I just don't care enough. <laughs> Let her masturbate. I don't care if she's masturbating on our front lawn while she's sunbathing. I just maybe that's inappropriate.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like that's inappropriate. Her garage though, I'm with you. It's her garage. It's probably not like out on display in public. i have to look kind of look hard to see what's going on, so
0: Exactly, yeah. which makes you wonder about her neighbors. So, yep.
3: let me let me ask you this. What we're looking at here is this slut shaming.
1: Ooh. That's a good question.
3: Because they have posted a picture of her, they have given her name, they have given her age, they've given where she actually resides, which is Michigan. They've given all time, ta- all kinds of information about this woman. I think what we're looking at here, the whole article is actually slut-shaming.
0: That's a really good point. Right. Yeah, because they haven't, I mean, it seems like this kind of article, you would go to lengths to protect the victim's identity right right but instead no they're saying hey listen
3: well and and then the first line of the article she is being fingered for lewd and lascivious behavior okay so they're they're not only they're not only slut shaming but they're trying to make her into a joke It's actually it's really really actually kind of sad and this could not be a flattering picture of her
1: no, yeah. Well, it's her mug
3: shot. Uh, yeah, it's probably her mug shot, which nobody takes a good mug shot.
0: No, they should have let yeah. her masturbate while she was taking the mug shot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, know, I mean, it's a strange thing to call the police over because
1: it actually is, yeah. Uh,
4: I mean, uh, uh, it's inappropriate, well, and, sure, and, and, but and she wasn't hurting
0: anybody.
3: This is
1: she
4: the kind
3: of thing. She wasn't hurting anybody, yeah. and when they asked her to shut the door, she opened. The, she shut the damn door.
0: This is the kind of thing that you go and you say, "Listen, I prefer that you didn't do this where my kids can see or where I can see." Sure. And and you leave it alone, right? I mean, give me a break. Yeah, there's no reason to get the authorities involved. in I don't this. think I, so. I. I, think. I, I yeah. You know, in 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 a lot of cultures, it's like kids and 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 parents—they all sleep in the same room and they care. And and and, and so it is it's kind of a Western thing to have those separations in the first place. I mean, it's a cultural thing for sure.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh, so do parents have just have sex in front of uh
0: in front of the kids in those cultures i think so yeah i mean i mean they're doing it somewhere
1: well it's just i mean i don't know but i suspect that uh you know the kids probably fall asleep or whatever exactly yeah before the parents and they're so used to it because they've grown up with it that it's a non-issue
0: right yeah Hmm. i'm not overly concerned
1: yeah so there's these hot Iranian volleyball players though that might oh, get me yeah. wrapped up
0: I tell you what I couldn't see any ankle, but man, those those look at those legs. <laughs> I'll tell you what, but Shoulders, you know what legs through the hair it is I'm of the opinion that that volleyball is a kind of a lewd male sport, and women should be protected from this sport and not allowed to to watch this and so I really think.
3: I, I think I disagree with you.
0: Oh okay. oh, okay. I
3: think I have to disagree with you in your use of the word sport.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that women should be Please protected. Please review okay. your Carlin okay. handbook and okay. right. determine what are actually sports. Okay, okay. It's so, uh, <laughs> not one of them. Okay, so this uh, – act? no, this is a sport. Well, I, I thought it was activity. because
2: they had to protect the women from the lewd
1: fans. Is um, that what the
0: article says?
1: Oh, uh, uh,
4: yep, yeah, uh, it is what the article is says. Is it but the lewd fans? You, 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 lewd
1: you know the, those –
4: you, you know, you um, know those volleyball hooligans. That's
0: right. <laughs> well, they right. won't let them
1: watch football either. So,
0: right? Yeah, I, I <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, so they're not allowed to go to the games. Can they watch them on TV? I guess because
2: that, that, the lewd fans won't be the, the, um, you know I guess it depends on who the camera focuses on. Although my understanding, I'm not a big sports fan, but my understanding is generally the women fans are the more outrageous, more intense fans at the um, ballparks.
0: I don't know. Can anybody pronounce her name? Because I cannot. Anyway, uh, she, uh, I
3: would I can say, uh, uh,
0: okay. She is a 25 year old lodge graduate from London. So she has dual citizenship between London and Tehran. Tehran. Yeah, Tehran. And, and she was, um, her and several other women were arrested when they tried to go and watch a volleyball competition. Okay. And they were, so she was detained and let out after an hour. She was. Subsequently rearrested when she went back to the police station to collect her belongings. Um, and she was held in custody for, it says, uh, it doesn't say the exact time, but 41 days of which she was in solitary confinement.
3: Uh, she was in, okay. I don't she see the exact time. She was in custody. She has been in custody since that time
0: right and at least 41 days of that has been in solitary confinement she was subsequently tried behind closed doors and and convicted to 1 year in jail now to, to you know from the outside i mean they, they they aren't telling us what exactly it was that she was arrested for and convicted on well, they, when- they
3: they used a broad charge known as spreading propaganda against the regime
0: Oh, is that what they, is that what it said?
3: That's what they, that's what they charged her with. Um, I did uh, often used.
0: Okay. I saw that she was held for other, they said it was for other security concerns and not actually for her or for wanting to go and watch the, watch the volleyball competition.
4: Mm-hmm. It sounds to me like she's kind of
3: a political prisoner.
0: Um, it could very well be. It's hard to say. Well, I mean, they're so secretive.
3: Is this, is this article – or not the article, but is this incident that we're looking at here also slut-shaming?
0: Well, I would think I, – I, I would see that. But the problem is because of their lack of transparency in their legal system, they just tried her behind closed doors and convicted her.
3: Yeah, this sounds like they wanted to make an example of a person though. Right. And they, they particularly wanted to make an example of somebody who was uh, probably considered to be immortal, immoral because of her
0: dual citizenship. It could be. Yeah, I I, it's hard to say exactly what is going on here. Right. What exactly are are, because if if they were trying to make an example of her, wouldn't they at least release the charge? They haven't done that. What is she being? What was she convicted and sentenced to a year in jail for? Why are they holding her in solitary confinement? Political prisoner sounds sounds more apt than going to a to a volleyball game. But the fact that women aren't allowed to go to the volleyball game in the first place, this is religious nonsense. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, what know, they... Have to,
0: they have to be protected from men, you know. Again, exactly.
1: Again. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Their lewd behavior. So it's okay for the men to go and behave lewdly. As long as the women can't see them. But if a woman they're, does they're see them. They're not
3: behaving lewdly if they can't be seen
0: by women. Well, and that might be true too, yes.
1: <laughs> if, if a man behaves lewdly in the forest and a woman doesn't see. <laughs> and it's
0: a little mime. Yeah. Care. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs>
0: but she knows. I mean, come on. She doesn't have to see to know that the men were acting lewdly. Sure.
2: Yes, he does. That's the definition, apparently.
0: (laughs) All she needs to do is
3: is shine a black light. (laughs) All she needs
4: to
0: do is know know that they're men to know that they're acting lewdly. There you go. (laughs) So I don't, I I don't, I mean, I think it's ridiculous that women are banned from volleyball and football games. But I mean, they're a Muslim culture. And I mean, this is, it's certainly sexism.
3: I, I think that for my for my thoughts for my take were I her when she gets out of jail I would I would at that point give up my Iranian
0: citizenship sure that is yeah, my thought
1: I would flee if it was me
0: right go back to london and as it is I mean they they'd like to get her out so the british yeah, yeah the british would yeah yeah I mean I think even David Cameron said something about this he said, British prime minister David Cameron raised um, the case during a meeting, and uh, I uh, so he raised the case with the Iran president. So oh, that's good. yeah, so even so, I mean, if their prime minister is getting involved, they clearly they're unhappy.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah, I this I I just find it disgraceful. Definitely. But I mean, I'll tell you what, it's not as bad as you know semen in my Starbucks coffee.
1: <laughs> not <laughs> just any semen.
0: Yeah, uh, sodomites. Okay.
2: Well, th- this story's amusing um
0: <laughs> really
2: yeah especially the, the follow-up as um i found the actual article he was referring to which uh well we'll start by explaining okay <clears throat> so the um let me find his name and everything so i can quote it james, james, james davis
4: demanding yeah Manning.
1: okay so james is,
4: that, David- is that picture that we're seeing whipped semen on top of the drinks <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> with a little nutmeg well, <laughs> yeah.
3: my concern here considering uh considering last week's article is, is it mislabeled, semen?
2: Uh, <laughs> okay, anyways, Pastor James David Manning of the Worldwide Missionary Church of, in Harlan, um, he does these online videos, and apparently um, last week he did one talking, uh, okay, well, it starts off, he's talking about these homosexuals that were protesting their church, and they were giving out Starbucks to people as part of the protest. And because
1: he had prior, previously claimed something about Ebola, gay spreading the Ebola at Starbucks. He or
0: claimed that that Starbucks was ground zero for Ebola. <laughs>
1: because
2: gay, well, it, yeah, it, yeah, because gay, ground zero for, Yeah, the homosexuals have taken over Starbucks, and Starbucks is a homosexual haven, and they're spreading Ebola because you know four p- people in the U.S have gotten ebola so obviously it's four. really a serious serious concern
4: ian so, four so people. the, yes. the gays have branched out they the first they were trying to spread aids now they've moved on to ebola yeah clearly which now, is spreading
2: for um the homosexual
4: okay, so... agenda is getting more broad all the time
3: <laughs> here's my thought yes. on this if if ebola were being spread at starbucks there'd be a lot more people getting it
0: yeah <laughs> no well yeah, as, as even opposed a few to more than four yeah but... well and and let's point out that there are zero cases of transmission of Ebola in any Starbucks it yeah. has it it's never happened,
2: but he he even talks about how um, apparently there's a lot of um Fluid swapping going on in Starbucks. What the fuck? He, watch the video before she says
5: that.
1: I, I <laughs> no, don't
2: understand I've...
1: what he's talking about. What <laughs> I... makes that claim.
3: I Anyways. have to... um
1: <laughs>
3: I, I you buy fluid in Starbucks.
1: He's claiming that the semen of sodomites is a coffee flavoring for lattes, right? That's right. His... but the yeah. problem is
0: the sodom exist anymore. That's why Are there I buy any Freddy. sodomites? <laughs>
1: So it can curdle in your drink for you there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he, he he actually goes into
2: something that sounds like science as to why the semen would f- better flavor the um cappuccino no, he, act- he, he, he gives an explanation for it. I don't remember the whole thing but it's, it's... really so the, to me, the best part is he quotes this article <laughs> that says, "Were semen samples really found in Starbucks drinks snakes ride initiating an fDA investigation um from the inquisitor." Website
4: now. Now, for before we move on to that, okay, uh, I, I'm just trying to picture this. How would that even work? You know, with all the coffee that they give out at Starbucks, <laughs> how how big of a, a, a sodomite milking system? Do
2: they have uh, Starbucks <laughs> apparently, has a room in the back with about four or five homosexuals sitting there just whacking it all day Look, long. And and there's, five is...
1: there's a 15 minute wait between drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Which Which is is not my joke,
0: I love this. I love this. He says, funny. "My suspicion is that they're getting their semen from sodomites." Manning warns, "The semen flavors up the latte and makes you think that you are having a good time drinking it."
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wh- it sounds wh- like he's had. Experience. Hold on, hold on. the
0: The logic behind this is
3: is that sodomite semen is extra tasty. Yes. Uh, apparently. He
2: actually goes into a detailed explanation as to how the semen flavors the coffee. He actually does this. Wait, which makes explains you th- it all.
0: Which makes you think, how much semen has this guy been tasting to know <laughs> that it's that good?
1: <laughs> it's an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> Anybody want to write in who,
4: who's had the chance to sample uh uh, Sodomites and yeah. from you know heterosexual men see uh, he taste the difference uh, you know like see well, I, I, tell, tell, I, uh, what kind of bouquet they have you know
2: <laughs> the, the way he's talking about it, I get the impression that actually it's not an acquired taste it's just one we all deny ourselves that if we actually tried it we'd all like it that, that's why <laughs> it Starbucks was... becomes so addictive because it has that just right flavor that we all truly want I but tell you
0: what that that, you. that that salted caramel semen latte is pretty tasty. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: he got it, he got his information from a reputable source the inquisitor website. all right he he, he he loved quoting this article yes he, he did he brings up he shows a picture of it and says this article you know shows that they've done it so, well, so uh,
3: what is what is james david manning do in his time when he's not a pastor I'm going to take a wild guess here and say that he runs a rival coffee, coffee shop.
5: <laughs> that would
2: make sense considering that as far as I can figure, all of his information comes from just reading the headlines of articles and not reading the actual article. I did this really weird thing. I headed down the actual article that Ooh. he was quoting for his
3: information.
0: That's Why'd crazy talking. That?
2: I know. I know. What can I say?
1: Mac, well, I know what he does in his free time. Sodomites. <laughs> Kids. He
2: spakes the sodomites That's to teach them a lesson. Right. And you here's the sodomite, problem. Come here, I need to spank you really good
0: to make sure you <laughs> and, and, the, and the the competing coffee with with whipped pasture sperm, not as good.
2: <laughs> so anyways, the, the actual article the the real article that he read the headline of. Um interesting enough. Talks not necessarily about this happening, but about an article referring to this going viral around the Internet and people believing it happened. And then you know what it does? This is the weirdest thing. It goes to um, basically say, no, this is all an
3: urban legend.
1: Just <laughs> like an Onion article, right?
0: Basically, yeah, Okay,
3: see, the Inquisitor, I have an objection on this. Okay, They misspelled the word Inquisitor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So we can't take him seriously, is what you're saying? No, no, they,
3: they I'm, misspell I'm, it on I'm the saying site. Saying that if you if you misspell the word inquisitor, I, you, <laughs> your respected. your use of the English language is suspect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they,
4: they, say... they're, they're using the word inquisitor just a different word inquisitor than you know.
1: Inquisitor,
4: <laughs> it, it means something different. They just. <laughs>
1: um... Doesn't he say something crazy? Well, his whole video is crazy, but he says some nonsense about, like, uh, the semen of sodomites. You're drinking zygotes? Yes, yeah, zygotes. It's the- <laughs> weird. <Some laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> so, the zygotes aren't going to find a uterus anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and then he's he's talking about cord blood. He's comparing it to cord blood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this guy. yeah, it, it's an
2: interesting video to watch to see how absurd he gets, and then, to, like I said, to know the actual article he's quoting doesn't say anything like what he says it says. Yeah, it's like
4: oh, I, I love the like it's a... re- referring to the uh, to the original article from Hustlers. Yes. and I it just just the quotes <laughs> that they use, like the the people they're quoting in the Hustlers article, they're saying something like. We cannot believe this. This is disturbing. If I wanted to consume semen, I would do just do <laughs> gay pornography. Who would have known I was consuming semen through Starbucks? <laughs> right, so but, then, but is, does the,
1: this guy, like, in all seriousness, is it okay? Is he batshit crazy? And are we making fun of a mentally ill person? <laughs> uh, uh, or, you know, but he uh, has a
2: following. Yeah, th- and that's the scariest believe- part. People like him have a following. They can spit out whatever bizarre nonsense without oh, so doing does, any So does real Zombie reason. Fred
3: Phelps. Yes, <laughs> he, he has a following.
4: It's true.
3: Well, you know, uh, it's a shambling I, following, but
4: wait, yeah, So I that... mean, I'm when we're talking about like mental illness, I'm not sure if uh, I think most of the time when these kinds of people come out, I think they're just doing it for attention, and they can get attention uh, by you know. Cool being really just spouting off like really off the top kind of stuff and
3: i think that's the main uh,
4: you don't have to be crazy in order to do that you just have to want a lot of attention
3: and you know what he's saying here is less crazy than than very calculated yeah he's he's using he's using inflammatory language it's intentional sure you know the uh Referring to Starbucks as a sacrificial ritual bath where they kill innocent babies and drink their blood. Okay. He hit upon so many different talking points on that for inflammatory language that it's got to be calculated.
1: You think he just has like a checklist of shit to say? Like, hit this point, hit this. I'm sure. Right, but here's the thing is that anybody who
0: goes go back and checks his sources, I mean, he, he, I mean he, he can't be considered credible after that.
2: But the problem is the people who follow him aren't going to check his sources. They're not going to actually look yeah. up and think for themselves. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's where true. a lot of the danger comes in, in this, people like this, is they know that the people who follow them aren't going to double-check him. So they really can say any bullshit they feel like it and pass it off as truth. And
3: it, Well, it is truth they could pass they it off as higher truth.
1: So, it's okay with me if these people don't go to Starbucks, like I don't care if they boycott <laughs> no, no, Starbucks to or whatever starbucks but the bigotry and hatred against gay people that underpins all of this is just so disgusting yeah yeah i agree i uh I actually got a Starbucks drink today to prepare for this article <laughs> 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 and i this is anecdotal and uh but even here in Aurora, I didn't detect any semen in my in my Starbucks but
0: did you think you were enjoying it did you, did, it? you re, did you
4: request the semen did you, you I think
3: it, <laughs> did you put it did you put it under black did,
4: did you specifically say ask for semen free
1: I want right. the semen of sodomite drink please no, did, <laughs> yeah. no are you allowed to go in
2: the back room and pick which one um, you get your semen from right That's a
1: good question
2: yeah. Like, I, I like that homosexual he looks cute can he be the one that, <laughs> is that okay?
1: Is it, right it doesn't question?
4: matter how they look you've got you've got to request the taste sampling <laughs> okay, get, get, have him get that
0: little spoon out
1: You know, it does kind
0: of make me wonder right now, though, the salted caramel. Where's the salt flavoring coming from?
1: That is not what I ordered. I'm going to order that next time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the pastor didn't read the damn article. And he and he's probably and I don't think that he's crazy. I think he's just he's I mean, he's just using inflammatory language to to get a bunch of atheists to make fun of him. And it's he working. and it worked. My God, it worked! It worked. It
3: totally worked. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> he's smarter than we thought. The
0: joke's on us.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Suck it, atheist. <laughs> Drink your damn <nails>, Starbucks. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> this guy's awesome. I love his voice too. His voice <laughs> was... I
0: I, I I cracked up the well, up through the whole thing. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it yeah.
0: was good. All right, so I mean, so. Where are, um, Ebola has scared away all the faith healers? Do you guys take a look at this? Yes. This is just, just something I, I, I picked up. I was going through it, um, from the religious news blog. So they, they specifically went not ask some, you know, some of these preachers or these faith healers in Nigeria to come and help with, um, with the Ebola operation said instead they just sent some, some, uh, some water. <laughs> <laughs> that that had been blessed or something to to try to help them. So so even so even the, so faith healers, uh, um, Ebola is no good. They 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 do not uh, they 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 stay away from the Ebola.
1: Isn't sending water kind of what they always do anyway, though? Well, yeah.
0: I mean that that's kind of you know you send them you send them a thousand dollars to send you a little vial of oil. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting, but the, but the specifically they talk about one, um, one pastor in particular. And apparently, uh, this gentleman's name is Joshua, who actually looks like he's got an interesting following going on. He might, he might be some actually interesting research. He built, um, he added a a two, a second story to his church, but didn't reinforce the foundations and it collapsed and 116 people are, were found or found dead in his church after the collapse and what he said was that before it collapsed that there was a plane flying around in circles and that has something to do with the collapse and he was being targeted so there's clearly other issues going on with with this faith healer but uh yes but he didn't he didn't come out to help the Ebola patients
2: but he sent all that water and he claims he claims it contained the power of God and could heal Ebola Although there are no reports of um, healing associated with his anointing
0: water, that's what uh, I—that's what I keep telling everybody about the semen I'm putting in their coffee.
3: Well, actually, <laughs> you know, actually, um, if you have Ebola, you probably should be pushing fluids.
1: Yes, yeah, to hydrate. Yep. <laughs> There's some protein in semen. Maybe you should be drinking some Starbucks too. (laughs) How much
0: much protein is there in semen? I don't know. Not very much. It's not very much. (laughs) I'm going to go go look that up now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's find out how much protein there's in semen. But first, but, uh, but Terry, what I really need is I, is I need to know what's going on with these pickup artists because quite, quite frankly, I don't think we've been paying close enough attention.
1: So, uh, pickup artists are interesting. Um, there's a, there's a story right now, uh, that's been all over the place. Controversial U.S. pickup artist Julian Blank has cut short his Australian tour after having his visa canceled in the wake of protests against his seminars, which promote dangerous and abusive behavior towards women. No surprise about that part. We can confirm Julian Blank left the, left Australia overnight. Victorian police said on Twitter, his assistant is also due to leave shortly. The pair had planned to stay until December. The immigration minister, Scott Morrison, said Blank's visit was, visa was canceled Thursday night. The matter was raised with us and we had it investigated and this fellow looked at, Morrison told Sky News. This guy wasn't putting forward political ideas. He was putting forward abuse that was derogatory to women. And that's just something. Those are values abhorred in this country. So good on you, Australia. And here's the backstory: Julian Blank is a dating coach, a pickup artist guy, for a U.S. company called Real Social Dynamics. He was visiting Australia to host a series of pickup artistry seminars. Uh, through a program comprising of online videos and in-person classes, uh, the company he works for has built a business model which preys on lonely, desperate men, offering them the promise of female sexual attention through force when it doesn't exist by will. The instruction and promotion... <laughs>
3: Doesn't this guy have a, web, a website? It's like oh, returnofkings.com, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably that guy. Is it? Is it that guy? Yeah, very well No, probably. but no? it's okay. very similar. Um, the Instruction and in Promotion of Abuse and the Total Violation of Consent is that that's their stock and trade. And so he has all of this stuff online uh, that focuses on physical violence, and he posts photos. Um, of propositioning women in chokeholds and using the hashtag choking a girl around the world, and in a video that has amassed over fifty thousand views, he teaches men how to sexually assault women in Japan. Where he apparently, uh, where he's apparently going in two weeks to give more of these seminars, his he says just go through Tokyo, grab girls and yell Pikachu, and put their head on your dick. And the image at the front of that video of his motherfucking hand on this woman's face as she's trying to squirm the fuck away from this asshole is the nightmare of women everywhere. This fucking guy assaulting women and then selling that to men. I can't – I just – thank God Australia kicked him out. One of the things
0: that he he said in that video is that if you're a white man in Tokyo,
1: you can do whatever you want. Yep. Apparently, you word... just
0: get away with it. Well, just because you can get away with it doesn't mean you should. You pervert.
1: Well, and he's not getting away with it because Australia kicked him out, and there's a movement in Japan to kick his ass out. Good. Well, you
4: know, uh, I-, I have uh, really mixed feelings about picking kicking somebody else just for out just for saying something that is like really terrible. I mean, if you're kicking him out because. You're afraid that he's going to abuse women. I mean that that I think is legitimate. He but is I am really women. big on free speech, and even if somebody's saying something the most horrible thing I've ever heard, I want. That uh, I think okay. they deserve the, the right to uh, advocate their opinion.
0: No, but he is doing it, and he and is when abusing you, when women you look at the now. video. Right. He and is, if, is if actually if doing it. That's the reason it. why they revoked his, his
4: visa because they because they think. The, the, that he will be abusing women in their country, then uh, that, that is a, a good idea, yeah, I think. Yeah, he, he is,
0: uh, and he's encouraging other men to abuse women, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's teaching other men how to rape, basically.
3: He is, he is basically promoting a culture of misogyny.
0: Right.
4: He, he, he is a promoting a culture of misogyny, but that is free speech, too, promoting your ideas.
1: Right, oh, but no. when his hands go to another person's body without right. consent—
4: Right. Yeah. If, if uh, yeah. So that that's that's the other thing. Um, if they well, if they kick him out because he's going to be abusing women, he's a he's a well known sex offender. Then uh, I'll give them that.
1: How is he not in jail? This is what I don't understand. Isn't some of this illegal?
4: He's
3: like, yeah, probably. It, he's probably. Is, is good he is he, he actually
4: doing himself. this stuff, or is he just you know trying? Is he just putting on a performance and trying this, to make it? Seem like, do you
1: think the
3: women this are? The video consistent? that he did is probably is probably acted. But he, the the culture that he's promoting, you know, basically, bottom line, he can say whatever the hell he wants. But if he
0: puts his hands on another person's body,
3: that's what karate
0: is for. Well, but when you watch that video, I, I'm not sure that that was staged. It looks like I it agree. Was just, yeah. yeah,
1: I can't tell for sure, but I agree. It's pretty. That woman is freaking H- out. Here's the
0: thing: is that the the protests against this guy are 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 big enough that, um, like people are are canceling his conferences. Which, okay, that you know bad publicity so they're, they're so they're ditch so they're dumping him okay so but so you would say that's okay right because that that that's free speech absolutely. And that's that's the fair market if they don't
3: want to you know, have his if they don't yeah. want to yeah. have his conference come up they, they cancel his conference
0: but where, yeah. but when it you know, the,
3: and when you
4: saying you know yeah we don't want you here anymore once we found out what you're all about and that there a lot of people are protesting against you uh, say, say goodbye to uh, doing your stuff here that is Awesome, yeah.
0: But you think um, Australia revoking his visa probably is going too far?
4: If they did it just on the grounds that there that he's um, that uh, of what he's talking about, then uh, that makes me uncomfortable. You, you know, I'm a big free speech person.
3: I, I understand I that. I have a differing opinion. I think that uh, you know, there's as much, there's so much dangerous stuff in Australia. I'd say let him stay a couple extra weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I. No, we
3: I'll there in the
2: outback by himself.
0: Yeah, I just say I'm I'm kind of with um with dumbass there. I mean, they give him a reason not to be there, but I mean, don't I mean, if you catch him doing this stuff and we have video of him abusing women, right? That and that's good enough to get him out of there. But just for advocating the stuff and saying actually, if they have have video of
3: him abusing women in that country. That's enough reason to make him stay there longer in jail.
0: Well the ones in jail yeah. he, this the, the video was from Japan of him of him yeah. taking the women's head and, and pushing him towards his you know his crotch and, but
3: I'm but I'm saying that if he actually does something in Australia you jail him. You don't revoke his visa, you put his ass in jail.
0: Well, sure.
1: So who are these men who are attending his conferences? And I thinking don't know that this is a good But thing? did you see
0: I mean they they look pretty young, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's skewing pretty young.
1: There's kind of an entitlement about the pickup artist business too, like yeah, uh, the little bit that I've managed to s- stomach online. Um, these average dudes expect the sexual attention of supermodels, and they get pissed off at women if they're not getting it. They feel entitled to it.
0: Yeah. Well, we've talked about that before with the pickup community.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ugh. But the other thing is, is that once again, <laughs> the women that they're going that they could possibly attract by using these techniques are not they're not like strong independent women in oh, which no. they don't want they don't want these women it's like there's a lot of people in that audience to be you know i don't know i think it's disgusting
1: it is i agree but yeah, I,
0: yeah and, and you and you
4: see uh, like i've never clicked on them but you you sometimes see like uh links uh like file sharing or whatever where they're they're things of uh get any women you want or or whatever and it's like you know no, you can't get any woman, woman you want. Uh, I'm not falling for that. Right, exactly. Well, this is about mean,
1: like physical and emotional abuse because they have this whole line of reasoning that goes if you um, emotionally abuse a woman and make her feel like shit and then you extend a little thing like, oh, I know I told you you're a fat, ugly bitch and you're an idiot and I hate your fucking guts. But you know what? I You could buy me a cup of coffee. That women are going to go for that.
4: And I guess, the, I guess the sad thing is some women will go for that, huh?
1: Some women will, I guess. Right, yeah,
4: Ugh. yeah but but you know you you can't <clears throat> you can't depend on that to get any woman really that, because all women aren't the same,
1: and like we keep coming back to like <clears throat> you talked about with the g spot, right, yeah, not all women are the same, <laughs> we, yeah, actually, I tell you yeah. what, this dude puts his hands on me on my face, I will freak the fuck out on him, I will take his ass down,, <laughs> oh, God. Ugh.
0: well, and. You're not in his demographic.
1: That's true. I'm old. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm not the supermodel yeah. chick that he wants anyway.
0: Yeah, no, so. yeah, so
1: yeah. Whew, thank God for that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> All right, whore, you wanna have dinner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, whore. <horror. laughs> <laughs> In your dreams, I'm a whore, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
0: Actually, I, let me let me uh, check. Okay, good.
1: Are we getting back to
2: Brian's fantasies <laughs> now? <laughs> you
3: know, the the thing of it is,
0: I'm really not. Uh,
3: I I don't like the idea of kicking him out of Australia, so I'm not sure he's that big of a problem.
0: Well, you know what, Ian? If or, or Mac, pardon me. <laughs> if Arnold if if, if d- you don't think it's a I, exactly, why don't we just deny that it's a problem, Mac? We'll deny that we he should exists. just deny it's a problem. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> That's right. And in fact, let's deny anything we don't like. We'll just deny that it's a problem if we don't like the repercussions.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, this is a scientific study that we're talking about from Duke University. And they they, they pointed out that it's not just one group of people that does this. It's conservatives do this about – about global warming and climate change, it's, um, it's liberals do this about crime because crime points at looser gun control. What, what they're pointing out though is that we tend to, if we don't like the solution to a problem, there tends to be a, there's a tendency to, uh, deny that the problem's as big a deal as, as we think it is. All right, well, before
4: I decide uh, what to think about this, tell me what the solution to this is.
3: Well, the solution is to actually find a solution to the problem and stick to it.
0: I don't know that I like that.
3: Yeah, well, it's not that big of a problem.
0: (laughs) I I don't think that the, <laughs> the the study really didn't have a solution. It was just looking. It was just looking at the particular problem. And and they they, they well, used and, two and, examples. Then I don't
4: know how to feel about it if 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 there's no solution to
3: it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But the, yeah. The study was talking about the fact that we have a tendency to if we don't if we if the solution is too much trouble, then the problem's not really as big as we made it out to be in the first place. So you yeah. know they there's a big blind spot that says in in the case the example they cite for the for the conservatives conservatives don't really see that there's climate change because they don't like the types of things that have to be done for a solution.
0: Right and they're saying that liberals don't see that there's a need for guns for home defense.
3: Right because they don't because crime's not that big of a problem.
0: Well but yeah, see, but here's the, here's the I don't know maybe maybe I am susceptible to this because I reject this idea that having a gun in your home is a good way to defend it. <laughs> I just think that this, the statistics don't bear out, so maybe I'm completely wrong, and I need to reexamine that research, <laughs> right? Uh, well,
4: it, I, I, I I don't think it's a point of whether whether what what the, where the truth lies. It's a point of what solutions um they reach for uh in if they're given like. If they're given that solution, uh, what what they think about the problem itself, and that it might turns out that liberals will uh, play down the problem of crime if they're presented the solution of more guns.
0: You oh, know? I see what you're saying. OK, so the scenarios were – may not exactly be um, realistic. They're just they, – they presented a scenario and – OK.
3: Yeah, if, if you see the solution and the solution doesn't fit re- very well with your worldview, then – You're denying, then you start to deny that the problem is as big as, you know, it's like if you, if you look at, if you've got, you know, to, to, let's say you've got a hard drive that's, you've got a, you've got a server that's failing to boot every third time that you try it, but the solution is to buy a $10,000 hard drive to put into it. Well, it's only failing every third time.
0: So it's not that bad of a problem. Right. But it's probably your capacitors and not the hard drive, actually, though.
3: Yeah. But, you know, the point is, I'm just drawing an example.
0: <laughs> no, I get it. They, they said so in this scenario, they said that here's the problem. This is the solution. And liberals rejected the solution if it was about gun control and liberals rejected the solution. If it was about climate change, whether or not whether or not those things are real or not, this study is yeah. about
3: com- climate change. Okay, I see. But in addition to rejecting the solution, they also reject the problem. Yeah,
4: they oh, okay, play down okay. the, they play down the problem because they don't like the solution being okay. presented.
0: Okay. Sure, sure.
1: So this type of motivated reasoning reminds me that a few years ago, I did some research into something called the backfire effect, where, um, when you're presented with evidence that conflicts with your political ideology that calls them to question all of these things that have to do with your political ideology, like climate change evidence, if you're a Republican, uh, you reject the evidence and cling even more tightly. Your beliefs are reinforced. Exactly,
3: by the- exactly. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah. Dead silence.
1: No, no. I think. I think. No, so. you're right. Yeah, yeah you're
0: right. Yeah. This is this is a very complicated study, though. And of course, we haven't read it. I I, I wonder how many participants there were and stuff like that. Does it say?
3: Uh, it doesn't really say. It doesn't say how many people they had participating in it. But what I found interesting on this is that. It, it, they only use two examples, but we're going to look at this. Yeah, you know, we should look at this as every walk of life. If you don't like the, if you don't like the solution, you're going to tend to downplay the problem. I did this with my damn tires.
4: Well, you know, it, you it, know I mean, I,
3: I knew that I had to get new tires, and I knew that the tread was wearing thin, but you I'm like, want to pay well, for you them. Know, it's not that thin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Weight loss is another one where we do this. Sure. Sure. Well, you know,
4: the, the thing about it, um, too, I mean, um, it, it's not like it's a um, it, it's I mean, it's something that affects all of us, but it'll, it'll affect people to different degrees. And it, it would uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it would depend on how invested you are in the political ideology uh, that you're going for. I agree.
1: If in the research that I read, uh, and it's been a few years, but if I'm remembering correctly, the people who had incorporated that ideology as a part of their identity like who they are is tied to this political ideology, then the more forcefully they clung to it and rejected the evidence against, because it was like a personal attack about their personal identity. It was more than just an attack against their ideology.
4: Because I know know people have talked about uh, the backfire effect as uh, a kind of thing, uh, as in, you know, oh, well, there's there's just no hope. But uh, I mean, that's not, I I don't think it it really works exactly that way, because uh, I think there certain people will be, more invested and cling more strongly, but you, you can reach a lot of people who um, who might ha, have uh, have some small reaction to what you're saying, but they, they'd still be reachable uh, with uh, reason and logic. Sure.
1: If I derive self-esteem and value from claiming to be or from identifying as a progressive liberal, um, I might be less inclined to even acknowledge evidence against my progressive liberal. Um, politics right
3: yeah against the against the agenda of the group that you associate yourself with
0: right right which, yeah. po- which podcast was it where Karonda talked about self-esteem when when did we do that
1: right that was so good because yeah. she was talking about internal validation and external validation right so such a good so this session. is
0: what this is external validation if you validate uh-huh. yourself that way that's an external valid- validation which is a terrible way to 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 evaluate your self-esteem to to validate yourself you know, because you're using an external piece that, uh, yeah.
1: Well, I think we need both. But, yeah, sure. you're right. If all of your eggs are in the external validation basket, then, yeah, it's easy to unseat your self-esteem. Yeah.
0: It's an, it's an interesting study for sure. I, I just, I... I, I. I
3: oh, and I wonder how much of it's not just self-esteem, but fear of being ostracized from the group you associate
0: with. Yourself. Right. There's that, too.
1: Embarrassment and possibly being wrong. <sighs> Yeah. Like if you've if you've spent decades, you know, whatever, we see this in uh, skepticism, too. If you spent decades, um, you know, selling quack medicine or something, you know, or whatever, taking quack medicine. It's like the what is is it? The gambler's fallacy or something that you can't. I don't know. You're
3: you're you're, you're invested enough in it that you don't want to see your investment come to nothing. So it's easier to invest more into it.
1: And you can't admit you're wrong because that would mean you've spent decades being super wrong, or uh, something. You know, yeah. see, like, that, there's yeah.
0: there's a big one right there because if your whole like if your whole career is based off of promoting one thing, right, and then you find out that you're wrong, that's your livelihood.
1: That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. That and that's where
0: we come in with like, um, like these pastors that are in the, um, uh, that have been preaching this other life and then become atheists. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Right. You know? Mm. Yeah. Although, you know, people, uh, pe- even people who are invested
4: in something like that and, like, really, you know, are really into what they're doing, they can really come around. I mean, um, my wife was into astrology for the better part of a decade and she knew how to read charts and uh, do readings for people. She never did it professionally or anything. I mean, but she was of the level where she could have.
0: I did that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And, um,. Uh, she, you know, she did free, uh, free readings for relatives and stuff. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, a, a little after a bit, I got into skepticism and, um, I, I didn't try to pressure her about it or anything. I didn't even talk to her about it, but she eventually got into skepticism too. And she just, because the, the, she was noticing that the astrology wasn't working out the way she was hoping it would and that th- the, you know, little inconsistencies were yeah. that, uh, her friends and everything would ignore or say that, uh, you know, uh, tell her to make it work. She wa she found that, uh, um, she, she couldn't uh, continue on with it anymore. And she became like, she, she, she got into skepticism with me and it was like pretty cool. That is cool.
1: I like the gentleness of that approach too. Like you didn't bombard her with evidence against, you just let her sort of realize it. Yeah. So you did. So she didn't experience the backfire effect, right? Cause it was just this gentle little, you know, yeah. in, like you said, like little things here and there.
4: No, I, I, like, I, I talk about skepticism all the time and, uh, got her interested in a bit of things like that. And, um, she was, she was having, pro- like, certain things about my birth chart weren't adding up for her. And she, she, uh, we didn't have the, like, exact, exact moment of my birth. So, um, she kind of thought that maybe there was a mismatch there and everything. And we were going on about that, trying to figure that out. But, um, eventually all the inconsistencies didn't work out for her. And, yeah she she became a big skeptic. She always had to uh, look at uh, uh, the skeptic magazines that came in. She had first dibs on them. Oh, that's, great. <laughs> that's cool. that's <laughs> cool.
0: you know i I was um I, I for a long time thought vaccines were a problem. I was bamboozled by that stuff. Mm.
1: The vaccines are hard
0: yeah, uh, this
1: early because it's such a barbaric thing to do to your kid. Like it just, when you're in the doctor's office holding a screaming infant and they're yeah. putting, yeah. it is terrible to my, do. My wife somehow figured out a way to make sure I was the one that always had that fun. <laughs> I had to go so we could not, nurse through that and try to yeah. minimize it. Oh. There
2: were, t- I remember that one time um, I explained to my older boy, it's like, okay, you know, we're going to get the two of you together. You're both getting shots. So I want you to go first so you can, you know, be tough and show him that it's not that big of a deal. He was all for this, like, oh, yeah, I can do this, I can do this. The first shot hit, he starts yelling, oh, that hurts, that hurts, and suddenly the other one's hiding under a table. I'm like, oh, oh this is going to be a long day. Yeah, oh. absolutely.
0: Yeah, the, well, the other thing is, is that, you know, it, it scares me now looking back on it because, I mean, we, 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 all my kids are vaccinated now, but at the time, man, if they had, if something had happened, mm. holy crap.
2: Well, my youngest, he just got a couple shots um this last week he was a little behind, and um I made the- mis- I didn't realize that he wasn't aware he was getting them, and I knew he was, and I, I made the mistake and he started panicking. He did fine, actually oh, He good. Um, said it wasn't anywhere near as bad as he was expecting hey, so
0: it probably yeah. isn't as bad as the you know the expectation, yeah,
2: especially now you know, he's grown up a fair amount, and it you know isn't quite the same shock as it was when he was younger.
0: Right.
1: Well, I think it's so much harder on them, too, when they are at that age where they're terrified of it. Yeah. So they tense up, and it's a big fight, and it's this big, you know, someone has to hold them down kind of thing, like a, whatever, seven or eight-year-old or something. That is, man, that's got to hurt because you're being held, you're being physically restrained. Yeah,
2: it was, it's not a fun thing to have to do to your kid, I admit. Yeah. But you, you know that in in the end, it's what's best for them, and sometimes, you know, that's the way it goes Yep. Yep.
3: This is why it's best to do it with, from surprise, with a tranquilizer gun.
1: (laughs) From a distance. distance.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kid playing in the yard. (laughs)
4: Bang! That's (laughs) when you're vaccinated. (laughs) That's
3: my
1: fantasy is a tranquilizer. You know, (laughs) it wasn't the the
3: tranquilizer dart that made him so
0: angry as the ear tag. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Anything else, guys? Uh -uh. All right, say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
3: Good night.
0: Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the Amateur Skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at amateurskeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720 295 7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.